Welcome to Radio 64! <laughs> Welcome to Radio 64, video game music remix radio. I'm your host, Eric Mickles, also known online as Dusk vs. Tweak. Radio 64 is part of the Radio Meanwhile Network. Visit RadioMeanwhile.com for more information about this and other great podcasts. Share your thoughts on this episode and request music by following this show on Facebook and Twitter at Radio64Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share this show on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. We opened our very spooky Halloween special with... 31 Seconds by John Rivorito from ocremix.org from the game Doom 2. 
Hell on Earth. And that actually came from the album Doom 2 Delta Q Delta. That's remixing Into Sandy City, which is map 9 of Doom 2, which I have to admit, most remixes from that tune are ones that become a favorite of mine at the time of this recording right now. I'm in the middle of playing through the first Doom, the 1993 version. The first time I played it all the way through, I remember playing the first game at a cousin's house and it was a lot of fun, but it was, it was shareware. So we only had like the first couple of levels and we couldn't play the rest. That track is one of my favorites to play during Halloween. I think it takes that that Into Sandy City, which I recognize as being a pretty rockin' song, I think it makes it a kind of strange and sad. And those sound effects are cheesy, a little off color at times. There's something about them that also adds to the timelessness of it, making it seem almost like a cheesy 50s movie rendition of this. There is something inherently lonely about this. I mean, there's something inherently lonely about playing Doom, right? It's just you against the, the demons of hell all by yourself. But yeah, I, I listened to that song, and I feel like I should be laughing with it, but it makes me a little sad. So again, that was 31 Seconds by John Rivoridio from ocremix.org from the game Doom 2, Hell on Earth. Up next is a track from The Binding of Isaac, a game that I shouldn't like because it's pretty gross, but the gameplay is so fun. The randomness of it really got me. The idea that in one run, you could absolutely have no weapons to your name, and then on another run, just randomly, you'll have one of the most powerful items in the game and you can just destroy your way to the end. The music in it though, by Danny Baranowski, is just so cool. It's so cool and atmospheric, and it, it, it's creepy, but it's exciting. It's such a strange mix, creepy yet fun in Binding of Isaac. Big Giant Circles has picked up the pace of those tunes, made it a bit dubstep, giving it the Big Giant Circles treatment with that adrenaline shot. Well, not that the tracks ever really needed that, but it, it, it maintains that creepiness while making it a little bit more danceable. So this is The Clubbing of Isaac by Big Giant Circles from ocremix.org from the game The Binding of Isaac.
That was The Clubbing of Isaac by Big Giant Circles from OCRMix.org from the game The Binding of Isaac, a game that my wife will no longer watch me play. She has decided it is too gross. And to be fair, she's not wrong. We've, cl- we've played a couple of tracks by the Megas on this show before, and I think they've recently put out some of their best work. I say recently. It's a couple years old, but they've put out some of their best work with the album the Belmonts. They they took this album. It's just a three-track album, taking Castlevania songs and synthesizing them, giving them these cheesy 80s lyrics that have this element of ghoulishness and sexiness that you really only get from the 80s. Uh, I mean, these kind of tracks feel like they should be coming from the movie Near Dark rather than Castlevania. But there is something dark and sexy about those Castlevania games, right? And so the track I've chosen to share is Heart of Fire, prison hole track from the original NES, which has an absolutely killer synth-style, piano-style solo chorus that is so ridiculous when you think about the technological limitations back on the Nintendo Entertainment System that it could just be so face-melting back on that system in the 80s. And so the Megas has taken that soundtrack, which is already filled with 80s DNA, turned it into this rocking pop song, giving it this synth neon glow. So this is Heart of Fire by the Megas from the album The Belmonts from the game Castlevania. No bribe 
was Heart of Fire by the Megas from the album The Belmonts from the game Castlevania and definitely go check out the Belmonts album or all the Megas albums really you can find them at themegas.bandcamp.com that's themegas.bandcamp.com to find all their music all right an older track that is a longtime favorite of mine comes from the year 2000 if you can believe it if you can even think back to the year 2000 of what life was like back then we were still getting these spooky tracks from the original diablo game which at the time was only three years old now it feels like ancient right 1997 forget it Old dinosaur times. I'm only 34. I don't know why I'm acting like this. The song here is remixing the track Tristam from the original Diablo. This remix is very acoustic, which gives us a chill sound in the ambientness of it all, in the ambientness of the acoustic and that campfire nature. It is a little bit sorrowful. It is a bit sad and lonely as well. I think it's spookiness. It's overshadowed by the loneliness of it, but it has that just kind of you're alone. It's creepy. You're wandering in empty towns. You're wandering in empty woods sound. Knowing that it comes from Diablo helps I think I think even without that context you can hear the Halloween vibe going on so this is wet grass inspired by am I evil from ocrx.org from the game Diablo
That was Wet Grass Inspired by Am I Evil from OCRMX.org from the game Diablo. It's that repeating riff uh, at the end, that, that minute-long repeating riff just going back and forth that I just find so catchy that I just sink my teeth into. It's I, I'd really like to hear maybe a, a more updated version of this, but I think I think the acoustic nature of this remix is what has helped it stay a little bit timeless. Uh, all right, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, the 1993 Super Nintendo game from Konami. Creepy, fun music, tongue-in-cheek. Nopes has come in and taken some of the tracks from that game. What are we remixing here? Evening of the Undead and Zombie Panic. The tone is is stormy it's atmospheric there there's rain falling down throughout the track but it's also a carnival ride of a track topsy-turvy kind of sound the thrill of the chase is going on as well zombies are everywhere it has its campy elements but it's creepy as well to be to be lost in a carnival and maybe i'm just uh interpreting this song incorrectly but i think the i think the chorus specifically has that carnival vibe so this is panic of the undead by nopes from ocrmx.org from the game Zombies ate my neighbors. Panic of the Undead by Nopes from OCRMix.org from the game 
Zombies Ate My Neighbors. All right, this track has kind of always surprised me because from what I've seen in Brutal Legend, it has a very rock-heavy soundtrack, a soundtrack that's kind of celebrating rock and metal. But this this remix from Brutal Legend is dark. It's foreboding. It's relentless. Like you're trapped in hell, like of the Doom games. The way it has this kind of hellscape of a sound. Unescapable horror. A track that Maze Dude is giving us some of his patented experimentation and Zyko providing a bit of that rock element, but it really is uh, a creepy dark tune. So this is Angel Henge by Maze Dude and Zyko from OCRMix.org from the game Brutal Legend.
That was Angel Henge by Maze Dude and Zyko from OZ from ocremix.org from the game Brutal Legend. Even the guitar scratching at the end, it, it sounds like bats. It's it's creepy. They don't let up. This track is more about the atmosphere than the scares. Uh, it's coming from Wolfenstein 3D. So we've got another id game here following doom funeral nature of this that then becomes this rocking shredding piece really creates an unsettling spooky sound despite not necessarily coming from a a true horror game i mean wolfenstein 3d has its horror elements and it's it's campy genre elements as well that that feels like it could fit with doom it has that kind of uh 1950s vibe just coming from the dark minds of it at the time psycho crusher comes in with that electric guitar early and doesn't let up and just keeps finding more and more ways to to shred i mean this is a dark electric guitar showpiece that really shows you how nasty that instrument can sound so this is my loved ones are gone by psycho crusher from ocremix.org from the game wolfenstein 3d
That was My Loved Ones Are Gone by Psycho Crusher from OCRS.org from the game Wolfenstein 3D. Uh, I don't know if I'll go back and play through all of Wolfenstein 3D. I'm almost done with Doom 1. I plan on playing Doom 2. But I wonder if Wolfenstein 3D is a bit too old school for me to really want to play all the way through. But that track, right? That track! Love it. So dark. So mean. One game I never have to worry about playing is Silent Hill 2. I played that game for about two hours uh, one time, all by myself. Lights off, up close to the TV, by myself in the apartment. Two hours into Silent Hill 2. Never turned it on again. Too creepy. Shadows, the camera movement, things moving underground, the fog. I, I can't do it. It's too scary. When I listen to music like this, this one remixing True by Akira Yamaoko, I think I made the right choice. This track is fighting its way through static at first. There's a lot of electric and acoustic creating this kind of unnerving sound that continues from that opening static. You've got the, the static that continues into the electric guitar, but then you kind of have that spooky ancient acoustic strings underneath it all. And it, it's, it's creating this distorted ancient evil, I think. An ancient evil that is back today. It, it reminds me a little bit of the the extended versions of Tubular Bells from Exorcist, you know, beyond the parts that everybody knows. Like, as the song gets on, you start hearing some of those underlying 70s-inspired types of bass lines. So this is True, It's Gone Now Mix by Steve Porden from OCRMix.org from the game Silent Hill 2.
That was True, It's Gone Now Mix by Steve Porden from OCRMix.org from the game Silent Hill 2. All right, the next track is is spooky, sure. It's it's a bit spooky. It's a bit creepy. It's got an old school Disney spookiness to it. Coming from what I would say is the closest Final Fantasy VI gets to being horror, the Phantom Train, where you're on the train of the dead, the train that brings all lost souls to the afterlife. And you're you're fighting your way through skeletons and ghosts. Tables are moving. The train itself is a ghost, and at one time you have to fight the train. And so this remix is going for a jivier piece, a bit of a disco take, as the title will try to have us believe. But with, with that whistling sound that's supposed to be the ghost, I just can't help think of anything else but like early Disney's. I, I used to have a tape that had a bunch of skeletons dancing around a gravestone that I that was Disney, and it was just this kind of goofy, spooky thing that you you found a little creepy as a kid, but as you get older, you're like, well, this is silly. Skeletons don't dance like that. M- maybe it would be more at home with Disney's uh, The Haunted Mansion, which is still actually kind of impressive when you go through that ride. Anyway, that's all to say that the next track is The Haunted Train Disco by the Oreshilicon from OCRMix.org from the game Final Fantasy VI.
That was The Haunted Train Disco by the Orishalikon from OCRMix.org from the game Final Fantasy VI. As kind of goofy and, and fun as that track is, the Phantom Train, Phantom Forest story that continues with, with Cyan in that thing with his, with his wife and son breaks my heart every time I watch it. This, this track, have a good time with it. Next scene, it's going to put me in tears. That's, that's what Final Fantasy VI does. High highs and low lows. This track is not unlike the Psycho Crusher track we played, the Wolfenstein track, because it starts off very quiet, uh, this one with some kind of creepy pianos, and then it gets that electric guitar solo that we've been hearing throughout this episode. But what's done, being done here very purposely is, and I never really picked up on this. I've been a fan of this track since it came out on the album Badass Volume 3. But what I, I never picked up on is that they're going for a 28 Days Later theme, the track from 28 Days Later, In the House in a Heartbeat, which which appeared at the end of 28 Days Later and then was really overused in 28 Weeks Later. Once I saw that in the notes for this song, I could I can't help but think of anything else. It is. It's that kind of quiet, slow build, and then the electric guitar comes in to show you that everything is now in chaos. It's too late to go back. Zombies in the room. You better get out. This is remixing a whole bunch of Wesker tracks. It's, it's Wesker's theme. The album Badass, all three volumes are kind of dark tributes to the bosses that we have battled in video game history, and Wesker finally got his track in this one. This is Progeny of a Frail Humanity by David L. Puka and Mac Aitman from OCRemix.org from the game Resident Evil The Umbrella Chronicles.
That was Progeny of a Frail Humanity by David L. Puga and Mac Aitman from OCRX.org from the game Resident Evil The Umbrella Chronicles. Wesker gets his due in overclocked remix form. He, Wesker, right? He's fine every time I've, I've only played... So I've played the first six Resident Evil games, one through four, which is a ridiculous sentence you can only make when you're talking about video games. I've played one through four the first six Resident Evil games. Wesker shows up. He's fine. I don't totally love the lore of Wesker, but I do like having a big bad that shows up every now and then in the games that I can be like, Wesker! But yes, that track, going with that 28 Days Later theme, which I love. I love that song, In the House in a Heartbeat. Really gives this this creepy creepy sting to that Wesker track. Well, that was the last track of the episode, so I hope you've enjoyed listening to Radio 64, Video Game Music Remix Radio. I hope you enjoy your spooky Halloween. Stay safe. I have been your host, Eric Mickles, also known online as Dusk vs. Tweak, and Radio 64 is part of the Radio Meanwhile Network. You can visit RadioMeanwhile.com for more information about this and other great podcasts. Please share your thoughts on this episode and request music by following the show on Facebook or Twitter at Radio Radio 64 pod. Please rate, subscribe, and share this show on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening and happy Halloween. <laughs>